0: because I don't really know what's going on
1: you don't know what's going on so you'd like to start with a question
0: it's been a while
1: it has although in podcast land it
0: hasn't it hasn't and that's yes. the beauty of um, of an on-demand access it's a it's a time warp it is a time warp and yet we're still here All yeah right. maybe well, we let's start the question we, we have
1: some good questions this week um, but first we should do the intro
0: yeah do you want to kick well, us off
1: You you kick off the jingle this
0: time.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Modern Dating Show. My name is Ben, and as always, I am here with Trevor! Trevor, hello! Hello. Uh, hello! Trevor is indeed indeed here. Woo woo. Alright, welcome to episode three. Um, today, we have some interesting questions from the last episode that I thought that we could start with. Wow. So.
0: You've come so prepared.
1: I have, I have. I have been polling, I have been asking and the people have been giving.
0: Love the dedication.
1: So the first question I have, which I thought was pretty interesting, is what activities would increase the chances of me meeting someone not online? So I think the asker of this question, they didn't include a name here, is what can I do to meet people so that I don't have to do online dating?
0: Well, first of all, Never thought about that before. Actually, no, I've thought about that before. Okay. But it's not something that I've been doing. I forgot there was an offline world. All of my efforts have been online. So I like this. This is a good prompt. Mm-hmm. What would um, be your go-to? Can I ask a clarifying question? Sure. Is this a man or a woman? And does it even matter? I don't know. I don't think it really matters. I have some thoughts that apply to both. Okay. Activities in the real world that increased chance of meeting someone interesting um, well for me yeah I guess for me I, I don't think I have really th- o- overthink it too much I just like to do things that I like to do um, and I think maybe a couple of those I am more likely to run into the opposite sex mm-hmm. but a couple of them are a little awkward if you want to like do it for that purpose or whether they strike the opportunity. Um, Well, one that I'm still trying to figure out is yoga. There is no shortage of eligible people at something like a yoga class, but it's real, real, real awkward and probably not kosher to hit on people at a yoga class.
1: I agree. There is and i thought about this, because... Specifically I, yoga class. Specifically yoga class, because wow. one of the main reasons that I started going to yoga was because there's pretty S- girls there. So many. Yes, so, so many. many. It is inherently, like, a very, like, mm, fun place to uh, people watch. Yes. Yes, not in a creepy way.
0: No. In a, in a
1: totally nice way. Yeah. Um, but I actually think that I, I wouldn't... Hit on a girl at yoga, but I think that you could begin like a friendship of sorts that could develop mm. into something later. Mm. Um, so everyone, please do not hit on women at yoga. It's not appropriate. It's not wanted. Please do not do it because I've seen some guys do really? it. Yes, I have seen. I have successfully or unsuccessfully? Oh, very. Uh, not successfully except for I had this one roommate, and he had charm he had like the goofy charm where you're okay. like this guy is so dumb yes. that i'm gonna give him a chance uh and he would purposely go to yoga and hit on women and he would get a date every single yoga session do you know
0: what he was single. doing
1: uh he just had no shame he had no filter no shame so i have no idea what he was saying but also to them. didn't
0: probably didn't come across as like overly aggressive
1: No, that's the thing is because he has no filter, no shame. I think most women were like, oh man, like I need to, need to give him a break. Like (laughs) he's trying so hard right now (laughs) and it's sad, but also kind of endearing. Mm,
0: A good, a good pity date. Never, never hurt. Yeah, but he he knew,
1: he knew this is the thing. That was their perception of him, but he knew that that is how they perceive him and he didn't mind. I also had one other friend. Who was just he got away with it because he was just gorgeous. He literally looked like Ken doll, you know, Barbie and Ken. That will do it in almost any situation. And he does really He does yoga shirtless, yes. pantsless, and just
0: like tight briefs. Yeah. Interesting. That, yeah. Okay, so I got a couple ideas that I can maybe incorporate into the next one. I did talk to my friend on this and we decided that because there have been some eyes made at the last few and it's like should i follow up on that or not and we decided that it's okay if you do it outside of the room maybe in the stairwell maybe in the hallway maybe outside if you catch them but never in the room because that is a sacred place i have an exception to that
1: before the session has started you know, how Ooh. people just kind of, like, sit and, like, are just getting ready and yeah. sitting? Maybe you sit Usually, on someone else's mat. Uh, sure. It, yeah. Just an idea. No, I think that could work. Is like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, I thought this was my mat. Oh, I thought this was my oh, mat. Was my <laughs> mat. Uh, it, it sounds like a rom-com. No, probably not. <laughs> but but uh, people tend to talk before, like, the yoga
0: has started. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, you know those little foam blocks? Mm-hmm. Maybe... Maybe you write your phone number on that and then (laughs) throw it (laughs) across the room (laughs) while they're in squatting pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we got somebody. Anyways, that's that's one. Um, It's tricky to navigate because I don't want to ruin, you know, that's like a sacred time for some people. At the same time, man, there's just so much and I've gotten some vibes there. So I'm trying to figure that out. That's one. I think another one, I mean, there's always the bar. That is, you know, similar to how you might filter in a good way at yoga. A bar could be a bad filter. I think there are good bars or better bars. Um, but I've actually never done that in my dating life. I've never, I've never even tried. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't have a ton of experience with that. All I know is my mom said, don't go picking up girls at bars. Yeah, your mom is a wise woman. Yeah.
1: Um, I have also never hit on girls at bars. I have friends that have. I think the bar, the club, like the night scene is the worst
0: place Mm. to try and meet someone. One. Meet someone if you want to make it more than just one meeting.
1: Um, I think people tend to be more guarded when they're at bars, at clubs, right? Mm -hmm. They're always on the defensive because that is the uh, place where especially women get hit on a lot. Um, I think it's loud. It's not personal. Alcohol is involved. So, like, it's a little bit less authentic. Um, That is the one place I was going to say. If there's one place I don't recommend, you try and meet someone, it's at the bar. Interesting.
0: Unless unless you just want something real simple. and Yeah. Yeah. Um, one that I do like, which, again, I haven't done a ton of this because I'm pretty new to the scene, is a bookstore. I read a lot of books. I spend a lot of time in bookstores. And that is similarly a really good filter where you can find... Smart and cute people of the opposite sex and you have an automatic conversation starter. Or of the same sex. Or the same sex. Yep. But personally. Um, automatic conversation starter because um, you're in a bookstore mm-hmm. and you're looking at books and people are, they have stuff in their hands, they're in certain sections and um, you can make it innocent, you can play dumb, you can also just, just go for it mm-hmm. um, and just send it. But I always liked the idea of a bookstore. Mm. Not that I've not that I've um, dabbled too much, but that's that's on the horizon.
1: It's also very non-threatening as an environment. Uh, one place that I really uh, had great success when I was single was at the climbing gym, Ooh. because at the oh, climbing I... gym it's a little bit like uh, Russian roulette, though, because at the climbing gym if you don't have a partner to climb with, you go up to the front desk. And you say, hey, can you make an announcement asking for a partner? People do it all the time. It's for, very like, belaying. Yeah, for belaying. For belaying. For, for ropes. Um, and they make an announcement, and you don't know what you're going to get.
0: Does that signal that you are a lonely person?
1: No, because you say, like, once you start talking to the person, you...
0: You're obviously are not going to tell them you don't have any friends. Yeah, you're not going to You're going to say, display. oh, my friend... Um, wasn't
1: away. able no, wasn't able to make it tonight. Normally I climb with him. He's no or, longer or yeah. she's no longer with yeah, us. Yeah, but I had some great climbing dates because there's just the right amount of, uh, we talked about this in previous episodes, you talk a little bit, then one person needs to go climb, so you have some time. It's like the ultimate trust yeah. wall. Yep, and then you come back, the person comes back down, you need to switch ropes, Safely. you have some time yep, to talk, and then you switch. Interesting. So you don't have to be talking
0: for like two hours. And these... Do you think these were... You had climbing dates or you met people climbing that you think turned into dates?
1: Both. Yeah. The nice thing is, a very natural thing to do is... You, you
0: climb with that person, and are like, oh, do you want to climb sometime yes. next week? like Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's such an easy open. Interesting. And yeah, the, the climbing gym is another one of those... I've only been a few times, but it's another one of those filters where you generally get smart, attractive people that are more social. Um, so yeah, that's um, yeah. interesting.
1: Another one I want to throw in here is any group sports. Mm. Any group sports. It could be... Soccer, flag football, kickball, any group sports are a great place to me. I've never had
0: success with that. Mm. Played some some recreational ed leagues and yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just the few that I've been on haven't been haven't really felt anything. With what sport? Any. Soccer. 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 Yeah. Ah. Maybe it's the luck of the draw. Hmm. Maybe I'm too competitive. Yeah, no, I don't, don't be a douchebag. <laughs> don't be a douchebag. Very <laughs> focused in <on> those leagues. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that. I like, I like these. Maybe you know. Maybe my takeaway after this is is to go try some, some, um, some hitting in in the real world. It takes a different, it's a different um, level of confidence. It's a different approach. It's not something I've done too much
1: and it goes with your whole uh ethos of even if you don't meet someone like
0: you're still having fun Mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah all these things are things that we just do anyways um and i don't think you do them for the purpose of finding someone but being open to it is always it's always a good thing i just need to take that next step cool well one more one one more before
1: we move on please trivia nights Trivia nights. Trivia nights get really rowdy for some reason.
0: Interesting. Yes. Do you go to a trivia night with with another person? I have done... Yeah, usually it's with like a friend. With a friend and then yeah. you and get usually
1: up. right. Yeah, you want to join forces with other people because the more brains, the better. And then there's yes. all this, like, you have to talk to them. And there's a little bit of intimate talking because you have to get close to them so that other teams can't hear you. Yes. So, so a little bit of whispering. A little whispering in the ear. My,
0: my good friend just told me that one of his f- best first date spots is Trivia Night. And I never thought of that before. Yeah. It's great. Um, I'll throw in one more that's maybe an exception to the nightlife rule. But also maybe a little more obvious is something like a house party. Um, if you can get like house party but generally like a gathering at a house where there might be dinner there might just be drinks might just be music um, that is a good way it's like generally friends and friends of friends you know there's everyone sort of connected somehow it's easy to get introductions it's easy to hop around um, it is always a little more inf- intimate than like a bar or a club it's a little quieter but you still have sort of that like easygoing social element Um, and i've always i actually have had success there Mm. Uh, and i think you mentioned maybe on the first one that you'll often become friends with these people and then maybe get invited to these types of um events so that that's always a good one too
1: yeah all right moving on our next question yeah it was a great question our next question comes in from Sam. Sam would like to know how long do you wait between date one and date two? So, say date one has gone well. Mm. How long do you wait until you invite them to date number two? So this, is this
0: question assuming that I, I think about that? You don't think about it. I don't know, I'm just wondering. Sounds like maybe yeah. There are some. I feel like there are some maybe some social norms around this. Mm-hmm. I don't always like those. What's the social um, norm? What do you think it is? You, it's same with like texting. You know, don't double text. Don't those types of things get thrown around? I typically don't care too much about that. But. Mm, I've done it a bunch. I've done the next day. Okay. I've also contradicting myself intentionally waited a week. <laughs> Why? Why did you wait? Why did you decide to wait? Um, it's like a, a reading the situation thing. Uh, I. Yeah, I feel like you would wait. If you don't want to maybe seem too into them or too desperate, or you don't want to tip the scale in any way, you want to maybe you want to like build up some excitement in between, um, some anticipation on both sides can can be really good. And also, if you wait a little longer, you'll have more to talk about. Um, so I think it's a few of those, and there was one that went pretty well, and. I I did intentionally wait a little bit longer to to kind of keep up that
1: have you tested this whether this would be something good to test because
0: that date might have gone well even if you had set it up the next day and, and I think they would I mean if it's if there's good connection that's that's why I say it, it doesn't really matter and if someone puts too much emphasis on oh I can't text after these many days or i have to wait this many days or blah 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 it, it's a little i don't know it to me it's a little overthinking it but i have done i have done both but not not enough to to test i've also been on the first date waited a week went on the second date and then hung out the next four days in a row that's true which i just did a couple weeks ago yeah um yeah, I have
1: a very unconventional thought Here. on this. I have a blanket policy. Oh, so you do have rules. I have you just have rules. I have one rule. If I like the person, I set up the second date while on the first date. Before I say goodbye, I say, I think this went really well or however I want to phrase it. When when will I see you again?
0: that is like a classic sales tech
1: and i and i literally but i don't want to say hey are you free wednesday to do another date no i say when will i see you again and if she doesn't want to see me again she'll say oh well, i don't know my schedule let me just text you or i'll, I'll let you know mm-hmm. right so i i get her reaction instantly or she says i don't know when do you want to see me next and i say how about next weekend? Ooh. Let's make it... right. Like, And I've gotten such great feedback on that from, from every single day that I've been. They've been like, thank you for not playing these games where you're like, oh, is he going to call? Is he not going to call? How'd that date go? They just know the date went well. I'm going to see him again. Done. So why do you do that? Or why did you start doing that? Because I think everybody hates waiting. I just pictured how much I hate thinking
0: about whether the date went well like my brain goes haywire do you yeah do you think it's because most of the time when I leave I feel pretty confident in knowing how it went good or bad for both so I never feel that like oh how did it go did she really have a good time did I have a good time I feel pretty good Mm -hmm. Um, so I wouldn't do it for that reason, but I, I see what you mean. I'm i just curious. It's also just like a,
1: um, almost like a authenticity, honesty, I like that type of move where you're like, I'm not here to play around. Like, let's just move on to the next date.
0: This was great. Does anyone ever feel, put on the spot? And the reason I ask that is, when I like for job interviews candidates well at the end of the job interview, a lot of candidates say, Can you give me feedback or like how do you think this went or do you have any concerns for moving forward? And I hate those questions. Yeah. Because you typically can't really say much. Very different setting, but mm-hmm. it's like a similar vein. It kind of does similar, put someone on the spot.
1: But you are interviewing multiple candidates. So you can't write Whereas in this case, like you know whether you want to move forward. It's with a very that isolated
0: experience, right? It's very true. Yeah,
1: you're not in a, You're not going on twenty dates all at once, unless you're Trevor and you go on four dates in a row. <sighs> yeah, how's that going? By the way. Um, how's
0: the How's the marathon? You know, it's been an exhausting. It's been a very exhausting and expensive mm-hmm. handful of months here. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if we want to switch topics, but, um, you know, I'm honestly about to take a break. Really? Just a little breather, a little refresher, a little just take a step back, ask myself, what are you doing with your life? Mm. You've gone on so many dates. How many do you think? Estimate. I don't know. Ballpark. At least a few per week for months now. Okay, that so more than 20. For, for sure, more than Really? 20. I wow. think so. Okay. I think so.
1: People are going to be very confused because, again, in podcast land, you were just starting out. Had I little, was. We a little two-week hiatus, went on vacation, and now you're uh, burnt out on the dating life.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, just to give you one example, a couple weeks ago, I may have shared this, but one on Monday, one on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and two on Saturday. Wow. that was maybe a little more than normal, but that's not that's not that far that's, from that's aggressive. What's been a normal week? Um, so that being said, the the list of people that I feel responsible to hang out with and communicate and generally just be there because I have met them is very long. Um and I feel personal responsibility to them and also to myself to make sure things aren't getting out of hand, which I feel like they are. So I might mm. I might take a step back and so,
1: some dates are going reassess my life. very well, and so you're like trying to slow so, down some are, going,
0: some are going well, some are it feels like they're phasing out. It feels like I'm entering into a new phase mm. of dating. And Maybe phase one was wow, this is so novel. This is a new experience. I'm going to hustle and I'm going to like meet as many people and just free spirit, take it as they come and over schedule my calendar. Now, maybe I'm exiting out of that phase. I don't know. Mm. More to come. Hmm. Are you going to? put all of these uh,
1: people on one group text and just send them one text saying, hey, guys, it's been really fun, but I'm going to take a break. (laughs) Thanks for your time. (laughs)
0: Thank you. Um, To save yourself time on sending that many text messages. I mean, I might need to, (laughs) honestly. I might need to. Maybe
1: they'll make connections
0: amongst each other and talk about you. (laughs) You know... It's not a bad idea. It's a bad idea. That's a terrible idea. Don't do that. A, Don't do that. It's not the worst idea I've ever heard. Mm. Um, but yes, they have been going well in the like strictest sense of the definition. But there's a lot of them. I feel like I haven't had enough like personal time to reflect. The, the number of people is completely out of hand. And I have many more in the queue that I just have not even had a chance to start the conversation past the initial match, mm. um, and now I want to try some some real world stuff and mix it up.
1: Yeah. But um, you've kind of you've kind of this might be a strong word, but you've kind of mastered online dating in terms of getting dates. six months. Yeah, that's impressive. What are your What would you say are a few
0: a few takeaways? Uh, that you've learned. Yeah. Yeah, My six month look back. Um, let's see. I think we've talked about the big ones. One is, which is really important to me, is like, just be yourself. I don't, I don't like to overthink too much on my personal identity, but I do want it to be representative. Um. So I don't want to throw up something just because I think it's gonna get more likes or matches if it doesn't really feel genuine to myself. So that's one, and I think that helps with like a little bit of filtering up front. Um, Can I asterisk asterisk that
1: real quick? Yeah, um, and this is these are all personal. So things. someone gave me that advice once: um, just be yourself, and the right person will show up. And uh, it was actually really bad advice. Because, for instance, I would just be 100% myself on the very first date, and I'd like tell a racist joke or something, and they would okay. flip around and leave. And I'm like, see, when I tell the racist that same joke, <laughs> on the third date, they don't leave because they know I'm not a
0: crazy person. They're first like, oh, all, he's just joking. Maybe. Okay, well. I mean, there is something to be said of you need to build up enough rapport with people so yes. that they don't know you're actually racist. So don't. Unless be, you are.
1: Yeah, not racist, but don't be your full 100% self on the first Why, date. Use like, like best judgment? Like, hold, hold, some people's best judgment's pretty poor. <laughs> True. <laughs> not everyone has great
0: judgment. True. So I say,
1: just hold. Hold
0: back just a little bit. That's that'd be my advice. You know there are more controversial sides to all of to all of us. Um, yeah. Yeah. But so so that's the first one. Um, number two is I really like, I really like me entering into this with no expectations, just you know take it as they come, meet cool people. Um, I don't, you know, I didn't come into this thinking that, oh, I have a type or I want these people that I meet to have these qualities or to look like this or to act like this or to, you know, whatever. I just wanted to meet some cool people. Um, And because of that, I feel like there's been less pressure on me, less pressure on them. And I've expanded past what I initially thought I would maybe be into or click with. Um, and that's allowed me to just open up like my life experiences into people with very different jobs, very different spiritualities, different interests. Um, and that's like a compounding effect, which is pretty cool. So that's, Mm. that's maybe the biggest one. Um, and I don't think I realized I had that until I started talking to other people about how they approach it. Um, but that's been, that's been a pretty, a pretty good one as well. And then the last one is to be careful about how many conversations you start if you can't follow through um, how many matches you get if you can't follow through. Okay. Because there are scheduling things. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people I'm excited about and I just can't get to them. And then I was kind of stringing them along because I had – literally every day filled up already with other dates but I obviously couldn't tell them that and so I needed to um, just kind of keep it just warm enough because I was interested but just not for a couple weeks mm. until I could have a free calendar and then it fizzled out and like you know it's the classic you put them on the back burner and, and then they ended up burning felt, the pot yeah they They burn the pot Um, so that's one and I guess that's a good problem to have but I yeah it was a little overly ambitious I would Mm. say I
1: think so well I think that's the right thing to do and this is like a piece of advice that I actually give a lot of people is a lot of people who get turned off from modern dating it's because their sample size is so small. So, for instance, they'll have, like, three bad dates, and they'll be like, this is shit, this is crap, I hate this, I'm never doing this again. And you're like, wow, you you only had three dates. Yeah. It's way too small of a sample to, like, call online dating or any other type of dating amiss. What is a good sample, then? I think a good sample should be in the... 20 date range, 30 date range. And I I actually came to this conclusion also with roommates. Mm -hmm. So I have quite a few friends who I asked, you know, we're in San Francisco, rent is bonkers expensive. Pretty high. It's insane. For reference, for those of you who are not in San Francisco, real quick, take a guess of how much a studio apartment, like a small studio apartment... Costs in San Francisco. I'll give you a few seconds Think of your number How's about three thousand dollars? For a studio apartment, that's a lot now if you'd like a one-bedroom We're gonna bump that up to thirty five hundred to four thousand dollars.
0: That is at least one whole digit too many
1: Yes, that is a five-bedroom house to purchase like your mortgage would be that price for a five bedroom house in for instance cleveland i know this because i asked a guy who had a house in cleveland that was really nice it's like how much do you pay for this He's like oh about three thousand it's like wow
0: oh cleveland
1: so it's bonkers expensive and the point here is i have friends who do live in studio apartments in san francisco and I ask them, why do you live in a studio? Why don't you live with roommates? It's really nice. It's social. I've had great experiences living with roommates. And they say, oh, I hate living with roommates. I ha- roommates are the worst. I'm like, well, it depends on your roommates. Right? So their sample size might be, might be four or five different roommates. Right? So, for instance, I used to live in a house that was a six-bedroom house. And I had five other roommates, and they were all phenomenal. Like, best wow. best friend type of qualities, right? Where you're like, I want to be friends with this person for the rest of my life, Aww. right? Which is, Which is impressive, because yeah. they were all Craigslist randos. That's right. very impressive. Right? But, as I lived there for three years, they started cycling out one by one, and it ended up turning into a terrible situation, where they were... They all were, uh, they went from like really mature, kind of like in their 30s, really mm-hmm. genuine people, to uh, we had a bunch of people who were like early 20s, like 22, 23. Um, and it kind of turned into a party house. Same I, house. I see your point. Right. Um, I also lived in a three bedroom with two other roommates and also made really, really good friends from that. Again, Just... random people from Craigslist.
0: Very interesting. Yeah. You know, on a different note, that is an interesting topic within dating of what is your living situation. Mm. I live in a studio. Oh, interesting. Um, and most of the people that I've been going out with live in houses with roommates. Okay. Um, it'll be like a lady and then like a few other ladies in the house. And... It does change the dynamic um when I say that oh I live by myself I get oohs and ahs like good yeah like Uh, oh how do you afford that blah 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 and I'm like (laughs) I don't afford it you take your wallet out you're like look at this (laughs) no it's It's like empty (laughs) well I don't have any money left over um But I do get oohs and ahs, and people are generally excited when they come over because it's like, you know, maybe they don't have their own space or you can just you have the whole apartment to do whatever you want, right? At the same time, it is interesting on maybe the first time that that person comes back to your place because it is a little different than you going to their place where there are maybe roommates it's like a larger safe space blah 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 so I have seen some interesting differences just in terms of living alone versus with other people and the different reactions and also the vibe of like do I feel safe in this environment having recently met you
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I think at the beginning of the dating cycle it's like tougher But then if you're, like, on day two, three, four, Mm -hmm. it's actually a benefit because they're like, oh, you have privacy. Yes. Versus at their place, they're like, I don't know who's going to be home and who's going to hear what and who's going to be judging. Yes. About what's happening.
0: And some people don't care for roommates and some people do care. Um, So generally I found it's a pro, but because of that, oftentimes I will go to their place not just because of that but um, you know I I just feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't always feel comfortable bringing someone to my place super early on because I don't know it's just me and you know I want to make sure they feel safe and all that good stuff so that's been another interesting dynamic generally a positive but more so later on Mm.
1: like you mentioned you know it's a really awkward moment and it's such a unique moment is when you do go back to a girl's place and she has roommates and they're home, oh, you yeah. can literally feel all the heads turn towards you and you just you feel the judgment. Like, huh. like either they're like, wow, that's impressive. Or they're immediately like, oh, really?
0: Yeah. That's what you brought home. And then you also get the comments of, you know, so-and-so doesn't always bring back people. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Or you get the vibe that you're just another one coming in and out of the door
1: oh yeah you remember that guy i told you about that gets girls from yoga every single week well he's a dating savant of sorts so he would bring back so many girls this was your former roommate yes in the six bedroom house he would bring home so many girls that at one point, like, they would come down the next morning, and I'd be making my breakfast, and they'd be like, hi, I'm Christine. And I'm like, hi. And that's all I'd say to them, because I'm like, I'm not going to see you again. <laughs> like, wow. I just know I'm not going to see you again. What you Yeah, if I see them more than once, then I'll be like, oh, I'm Bob, Ben, blah, blah,
0: you know. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, good for him. Yeah. yeah, good for him.
1: No, he's a really. Uh, I want to make this clear. He's actually a really genuine, nice guy, but right now he he just wants to like date around and yeah. have fun because he also came out of a long term relationship. Your friend and I are in
0: very similar situations.
1: Yeah, and and he was like, he, and he was very honest about it. He's like, you know, like I'm not looking for anything right now. I just want to like have fun mm-hmm. and and meet lots of people. Interesting. Yeah. All right, I think we have time for maybe... Oh, actually, I have an update that's a little off the Modern Dating Show topic, but I think I should mention it. It's a pretty big update. Please share. This last weekend, me and my girlfriend, who met online, moved in together. (sighs) Again, that's not. There's no one else in the room. That's just Trevor making the noise. Congrats, really, first of thank all, you, thank you. That <laughs>
0: is a pretty big life update, especially considering where you guys started. Yeah, we yeah, it was we,
1: huge. we met on OK Cupid, and it's been three and a half years. Long time. I, yeah, I was gonna ask how long. Yeah, three and a half years of uh, very good dating and. Uh, and now it's time. now it's time yeah so and we're trying
0: has it been a long time coming or is this a recent
1: development yes about a year into our relationship she started bringing up the question of us moving in together um, so and I, was really? like, I was like no no and you stalled for Two, and a, half two and, and a half years that's how much uh, yeah that that's, is impressive yeah so I stalled and stalled until finally I was like all right it's, so she it's brought that. it up initially of course, yeah. She 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 brought it up many, of course. many 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 what many you times. Say of course, I'm not. I enjoy living like uh, not with my partner. Yeah. I like I like seeing her like on weekends and stuff. It just keeps the relationship like fresh yes. because I start missing her over the weekdays. Yes. And then the weekend, I'm like super
0: excited, and super pumped to see her. Yes. You know, so I like that cycle. I so. Before the modern dating show, I was in almost a nine year relationship mm-hmm. and we lived separately the whole time. The whole time? The whole time. Wow. Now, so I've never lived with a partner, but it was, that was a large reason. There's other reasons too. We both, uh, there's just no reason to do it. Mm-hmm. Just generally more independent people liked our own space. Um, we broached the topic a few times over the years, but I've actually never done that, like, because of that reason. Two, so I'm curious now that you live together, even though it hasn't been more than a few days. How are you feeling? Are you nervous? Are you like thinking about this often? Yes, um,
1: this is my second round at, of tri- living with your partner. Of trying to live with a partner. So the first round obviously did not end that well. Um, so I'm coming at this with a lot of like uh, caution.
0: Yes, but you also have a lot of, probably, learnings of how to actually handle it. I do. And you can kind of remove yourself and know the signs and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, Actually, one of my biggest lessons learned from that previous
1: relationship was um, not to overdo it in terms of giving. So it wasn't that I was, like, making too many requests. I was, like, trying to over-deliver. Do you have an example? Uh, for instance, I would cook dinner and do the dishes Every like, night? Like most nights like Whoa. 80% of nights because I was like I'm a over deliver I'm gonna be fantastic as a partner and when wow. she and this is this is the thing is when she didn't reciprocate that over delivery That I, would turn into I, w- I would get upset right yeah. and and be resentful um, which isn't fair, because I'm the one choosing to over-deliver, right? Like, she was just delivering. That's so interesting.
0: You know? Why did you want to over-deliver in the first place? Because
1: cause I'm an overachiever <laughs> pretty much in everything. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, we're doing the moving in thing.
0: I, gotta I be am going to be number one. <laughs> one. I'm going to be the number one partner. Um, so now you are intentionally not doing shit. No, no,
1: but <laughs> it's that would be great but it's actually really hard for me because i constantly have to be like pull myself back mm-hmm. a little bit to, to say like like not do the dishes right like so i've been cooking dinner the last so three what do you nights. do instead
0: do you ask your partner to i don't ask
1: i just don't touch them and then she has the opportunity to do them right but
0: here's what mm. would happen is the- this is this uh the the opposite side of the coin with potentially negative consequences? No, no, because I think it... Right, for the dishes and dinner
1: thing, it makes really good sense. Like, there's the saying, cooks don't clean. Mm -hmm. You know? So, if you cook the dinner, you don't do the dishes.
0: If you do the dishes, you're not expected to to cook the dinner. And how has it gone the first few days? Has it worked out like that? It has. But have you guys ever talked about... Talked about this, or is it going unsaid for now?
1: Uh, we talked about like the whole cooks don't clean thing. Yes. Um, so whoever makes dinner, the other person does dishes. Um, and we had talked about in my in my with my previous partner that that would be the case. But I would jump on the dishes so quickly that like she never even had a chance to like like she would like sit down after dinner and I'd be already scrubbing, you know, being like oh, okay, I'm gonna like do this, I guess, because she's not doing it. So it's about like waiting, patience, hold back, like
0: relax. Interesting. Yeah. Have, what, have you talked about other roles and responsibilities of the house? Yes.
1: This is a fun one that
0: I, I think will turn out really well. This is, um, we're taking a slight tangent from the modern dating show to talk about modern cohabitation.
1: Modern relationships. (laughs) Um, so, a lot of people try and compromise, but they don't really define what a compromise is. So, and, and this isn't st- trying stereotype, but um, if you ask a woman to, to compromise, typically you end up doing like 90% what she wants and 10% what you want, in my, in my experience. <laughs> Uh, Interesting And I'm assessment. like, I don't think that this is a compromise. I think we just did what you wanted to do.
0: <laughs> Interesting assessment. So,
1: now I have this new thing where it's about trading. Trade-offs. Hmm. Instead of compromises. So, for instance, I don't typically put the toilet seat down when I'm living on my own. No need to. So, I need to change that behavior for her. So, what's a behavior that she should change in return. She loves sleeping with a top sheet. We're getting very in the weeds here. She likes sleeping with a top sheet in addition to a duvet cover. And I was like, I hate top sheets. They drive me nuts. I you just them. go straight duvet? I, I go straight duvet.
0: You're a wild
1: man. I am. I am a wild man. Um, so I was like, hey, how about this? I will put the toilet seat down if we don't have a top sheet. And she was like, I will take that deal.
0: Wow. Right. You know, this is making me so excited to live with a future partner one day. I cannot wait for oh. these types of conversations.
1: It's very difficult. It's very di- It's wow. more compromised than living with roommates. So if you can't, this is, this is my own opinion. Well, yeah, you don't if you intimately can't... share a bed
0: with your roommates.
1: Yeah. And, and a ton of other stuff, too, right? So, and there's not all this baggage, right? You could be like, I'm getting new roommates. Screw these guys. I don't want right? You could just move. True. There's much more baggage there. So, my advice actually would be, if you can't live with roommates, don't try and live with a partner yet. Because it's harder. Baby steps. Yeah.
0: Have a dog before you have a kid.
1: Exactly. Have a dog. We're, uh, we're on that train. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um, wow. Well, that is something to look forward to for me and for everyone else out there who is uh, not quite there yet, but sees the (laughs) sees the light, sees the the darkness, (laughs) sees the tunnel, sees the tunnel. They see the tunnel.
1: We don't know what's on the other side yet. But I will keep you guys updated because we are literally four days in. Please do right, and we will see. I love this subplot. (laughs) Yeah, this is like a little tangential subplot. I love Love the subplot. Yeah great all right guys well i think that that is all the time we have for this episode great questions from last week thank
0: you for the questions
1: phenomenal questions to uh sam and anonymous um if you guys have any more questions you can always submit them to the modern dating show at gmail.com and uh until next time trevor any parting words um
0: thanks for listening You guys keep us going.
1: Yeah, you really do. You really do. All right, until next time, guys, it's been Rio.